Hey everybody, thanks for joining us today for episode 24 of Cage Side Convos. We are coming to you live, as always, here from American Top Team in Watertown. I am Rick Huntsman. And what's up, everybody? What's up, everyone? This is Quince. Uh, and with us today, we've got... Fine Print Williams. Mr. Yeah. Fine Print Williams, the man whose name precedes him. Because uh, that's certainly how we met in the first place. Uh, you know, we actually, uh, we had mutual friends in the area. Uh, big shout out to you know Shane and Brittany once again. Mm -hmm. uh, and every time that we would get together and, and talk hip hop, uh, Fine Print's name would always come up in conversation. And uh, I think there was one day that uh, Shane sent me his number, texted me the number. He said, "Yo, reach out." He's like, I, "I've mentioned his name to you before, you know, your name to him before, so he'll know." And I said, all right, I don't see why not. I don't see why not. So instead of just writing, hello, uh, I think what I did is I, I wrote a verse to a song and I sent it to him and asked him like, yo, let me know if you get down with this. Uh, here, here's the beat, here's the concept. And um, I mean, in little to no time, he was ready and prepared. So uh, right off the bat, the first time I met him was right in the studio mm -hmm. at Wardrum Mixing. Uh, while we were recording this verse, and I just thought it was very proper, and I was uh, impressed uh, at how quick the response was, and I mean how correct he came on the beat itself. Yeah, Do you remember yeah, high power, high power, the yeah. start of the many aspects. That was the, that was the first track you guys. That was the first track first we ever track. did. Yeah, that's strong too. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't know uh, that. Along with Ill Theory, wow. of course, yep, too. Man. But the very wow. first time that we met anything like that. Yeah, yeah, that was, and that's just just how you said it, um, Shane and Brittany. Mm -hmm. You know, they, I used to hear about they was like, oh yeah, just this and that. Even if it was a listen to this CD, you know, I, I finally I finally brought the CD with me. You know, this, this dude and Quint, you know, he got this band and I'll chase the lions and all this and that. And, and I was like, okay, you know, um, you know, what, you know, I, I'll listen to it. And, you know, they were so they were amped about it. You know what I'm saying? I, I guess. Yeah. And, yeah. and it was like, yeah, we told them about you. Y'all, y'all, I'm telling you, y'all got to work together. Y'all got to work together. I guess because they could see the drive. You know what I'm saying? So they said, you know, we know Quince, we know Print. This needs to happen. You know what right. I'm saying? And right. so playing matchmaker, right? <laughs> and, you know, in a sense, and, and that's so. When I heard it, I was like, oh yeah. I mean, of course. You know, because so many people always bring something to you as far as like, oh, you got to hear this, you got to do that. And when you're an artist, you hear that a lot. And sometimes everything isn't to where your level of you know good is. Where right. you know where you just I work with that person, I'll do this. So when I heard it, I mean, I knew automatically, I was like, this is actually really good. You know, so it was a no brainer for me. I'm always down to collab with more talented individuals. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it was, that was an easy decision. And once, like you said, once we connected on the phones and set up the, the studio time and whatever, it was, mm -hmm. it was game on from there. So yeah. It was a done deal. It was a done deal, but it was easy to see. Uh, not, not only by how quickly you turn the verse over, but of uh, the content of the verse. So it was easy to see that you were someone who not only loved what you uh, did and what you do, but were ready now, you were ready then. So even though I didn't know of it, there was a depth of time and effort that you would put toward you know, this passion of yours. Oh yeah, yeah, I mean, as far as like, I forget who even said it, but they said, if you stay ready, you never have to get ready. Yeah, you is. know what I'm saying? And, and even before we met, you know, I've already, ind independently, of course, or whatever, I probably had about 14 or so albums that I've done myself. Right. You know, studio equipment, recording, beat making, all of that stuff, I did it for years. And I was consistent, wow. consistent with it, and Shane knew me for that, and so they saw me from point A to point B at that point, sure. you know. So it was, so by the time I've, I've done the exercise, mm -hmm. you know, so by mm -hmm. the time you brought that, you know, it was, the, the beat was insane, it was yep. crazy, and it's just I, I knew right then and there, okay, I'm gonna apply everything that I've learned, obviously, right. to this moment, you know, to to bring my best to the to the opportunity. Sure. 
Sure. You know, so I mean, that's just it, it, time. The time that was put into it before that moment is what made that possible. For sure. For sure. And that's how that worked. And uh, how fitting was it the fact that uh, the song was called High Power? And it was all about, you know, taking the individual steps to be self powered in the situation that you are. To, to pull yourself out of a situation um, and you know to create that 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 path and that better environment you know so it's you know even with the concept that I was pushing across I wasn't sure how well that would be received because uh, I certainly the beat was wild mm -hmm. you know and we can make a lot of noise but I also wanted to be like hey we had the chance to do something positive with it we can do any style of music, but we can still make it positive. Yeah. Mm. And I didn't know that you were on that already. Yeah. Right. You're on that already. So it just made everything that much easier in, in, in the connection. I think that was stronger. Right. I think we, in, that, in that moment, I think we kind of all learned each other's mindsets. Yes. You know, and, and that's what it was, you know, for me, growing, you know, growing and, and having something to say you know, rather than just saying anything, yeah. right? You know, right. and 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 what we do is music, so what we say matters. You know what I'm saying? People right. are gonna. It's not just a regular conversation that's had somewhere where they can it can be forgotten. You know, this stuff is recorded. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm gonna say something, I need it to be something that can somebody can take with them and maybe apply to something. You know, maybe it motivated them or whatever. I mean, right. but that song itself, the energy in that song was very motivational. I mean, if you were pushing, if you're in a moment in life where you're, you, you're grinding, yep. that that is the theme song, you know what I'm saying, to it. That was, uh, that was my walkout song to last uh, time I fought in yeah. Watertown. Yeah. Um, yeah, because uh, my brother does that, the first verse on that yep. song, yep. and uh, and telling you guys that was going to be it, and then uh, went to walk out in the hometown crowd. I remember, uh, that video pops up every, you know, every fourth year sure. or whatever. Um, the video you recorded, yeah. me walking out from the, you know, from the back and that hit. And, and once you, once you realized that what it was, and the camera started going crazy, yeah. like most of the footage is shaking. Goosebumps right now. Yeah. I was, I was. Uh, so I had to rewatch the video to really remember. I was yeah. like outside of myself, started yeah. yelling, and I was like, "Yeah, boy, yeah, yeah mm -hmm. boy," you know, very, very yeah. out of character. But it was, it was uh, the out of character. Have you ever seen you perform? Well, that's that is, that's, awesome. <laughs> that's, 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 that's I, I black out every time. Yeah. Though. But it, it, it happened in that instance too because, yeah. you know, uh, uh, not only the connection of the people that put the song together, but the the inspiration that other people that yeah. you found in it, yeah, and yeah. and used it, you know, as a part of uh, the process of what you love to do. And you're right, the hometown crowd. Um, yeah. It was it was it was a big moment. It yeah. was a big moment of a lot of things coming together. Yeah, and that's crazy because I, I never knew because by the time I was exposed to that or like what I knew as the final product, kind of TMA was already a thing. The many aspects right. of you and, and Ill Theory and Five E and so that was was had been in existence for a while. And some of you guys were working on a cold video. I'd seen the song performed before, mm -hmm. and uh, so by the time like for me that moment like that was that was a staple. You know that was yeah. that wasn't your first song, but now to find out you know. Number yeah. one years later, that was that's insane. That, that, that set yeah. the precedent. That, we, that, uh, was, that was in the bar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's insane. We're gonna have to um, put a link to that on, on short. Sure. Yes, man. We'll People put it right have, have to hear that and, song. It's intense. And if I can, uh, uh, thinking about it now, uh, I might have to dig a little bit. But War Drum Mixing, the day that we recorded that and met, gave a little interview with the two of us right yeah. outside of the house. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, right on day one. So uh, if I can find that, I'll definitely link that, uh, you know, right underneath yeah, in the comments absolutely. as well too. That's wild, man. But that's yeah, that's that's a fucking hell of a bar to set. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so and now, in watching you, um, certainly since that point, and watching the growth from there, uh, the thing that stands out the most is uh, is that consistency and how quickly that moves you forward. Because there are a lot of artists that uh, will, from one album to the next, make that jump, make that leap as far as the visible progression that you see. There are some artists that can do it from song to song, make that jump. But you, you would write a verse, 
and be like, hey, da -da -da, this is the verse. And then by the time we all get together to record it, you'll have another verse. Right. So you're making jumps from point A to point B on the same track. Right, right. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's just, a, I don't, it's a, like I said, we were having a conversation earlier and I was like, I'm always competing with myself. You know, I'm always pushing myself to say, can I do better? Can I do better? And so I'll, we create a song and I listen to my verse and, and then something that happened to me is like, push harder. You know what I'm saying? You, can, you got something else in there, so I'll make another one. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's just a, it's a hunger. It's, it's undying, you know sure. what I'm saying? Because the, the challenge is all within me. You know, mm -hmm. so that's that's why, I, and it's fun. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we're creating more songs, more music, and you know, it's just one of those things. It's, it's always great to to see. You know, can can I do something more? Is this is this all I got, mm -hmm. or maybe there's something else? You know, and, and maybe the next one won't be as good, but I mean, at least you tried it out to sure. see. <laughs> sure. You know. Now, now that recognition that it is, you know. You against you, that mm. that that, that self-power mentality. Is that something that you recognize was needed? So you set it as a goal and worked to get to that point until it was that momentum carried itself, or is that something you think maybe you always had that always came naturally? See, I, I believe that it definitely. I would say over time, it was um, it probably was always something that was in me, right. but over time I started. Um, learning to not so much as rely on the opinions of other people. Mm -hmm. sure, sure, sure. And and what happened was I started only caring about my opinion and how I felt about me. And then that's what made me start saying, okay, let me get the best out of me. Right. And because I know in a lot of situations, you know, whether it's family, friends, and I've, I've made a post about this on my page before too, it's like, people love you, people that care about you, or people that just, you know, these, your surroundings, your group, your circle, whatever, a lot of people, they have your best intentions, you know, in mind and all this other type of stuff, but I think that there's a lot of letting down easy involved or even not so as much as being just 100% real because you don't want to hurt someone's feelings or sure. you know that maybe they'll be, you know, they'll lose their encouragement over right. your truth that you could offer, you know, right. constructive criticism, whatever. Throughout my life, I feel like I received, you know, I, it was, at a time I was blinded to it, you know, with my earlier albums, you know what I'm saying, I'm thinking, oh man, I'm. I'm the best, you know what I'm saying? Right. That's that artist mind frame. And then, of course, family and friends, oh, this is great, you right. know? But then the reception, you know, once it's out there in the community or this and that, it wasn't, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't as amazing as the family and friends. And over time, that started making me think, I was like, where's the disconnect here, you know? And then I realized, I was like, okay, you know, I understand it more so. And then I started saying, okay, I know that they said it's good and great and this and that, but I'm gonna keep pushing because I think I can do better because I need to see where am I not connecting with that audience, yes. you know, that because this is my crap, this is my, this is mine. You know, these people don't owe me nothing. They don't like me, they don't know me, they didn't grow up yeah. with me. So <laughs> they're about to keep it real with me. I need to try to tap into that, you know, and that's that's where that whole push came and I finally challenged myself to actually reach. And I think yes. at this point I figured it out. Yeah, yeah. I, gotta, I gotta see if we're on the same page. Well, you already man. know we're on the same page. You already know we're on <laughs> that, the same that page. That line you hit me with last week. Yes. Validation is a blessing until it becomes a burden. For sure. And that, man, is just so, it's so true. And that's, and that's something that you're not aware of. Like you said, you're blind to it. Yeah, because you yeah. need that validation to get to a certain level. But then the understanding to be able to get to the next level, sometimes that same validation from people who uh, either, you know, care, care about you or expect mm -hmm. from you yeah. uh, becomes a box. Yeah. That, that you have to, uh, either people stay in or they find a way to break through to the other side. And now the potential becomes more uh, unlimited. Oh yeah, and I think that's 
I think as far as if you're a creative person, I mean, it's just, you want that from your, you know, your, sure. your mom, your family, whatever, you know, it's, and it feels good. I'm sure to, in your own ways, you guys have had this happen, but like the first time my mom said something negative about something I was trying to do, mm -hmm. the first time my mom gave me an honest critique, that hit me pretty goddamn hard, sure. you know? Mm -hmm. But then I had to take a step back and think, okay, she's not just validating what I'm doing anymore. She's not just offering me blind encouragement. She sees that what I've done so far is good enough, and she recognizes that I can be better. Mm -hmm. right. And the first time that I got a critique from someone that was that close to me, I realized that I had a group around me that would be honest with me. Right. Yes. And <clears throat> so I could back off being so harsh on myself, and then I could start honestly, you know, I go to certain people when I want to find out what I did wrong, right. I go to certain people, right? Right. People are gonna validate, and that's what's kinda of nice about social media, is I can throw something up, and I'm gonna get validated a hundred times, right. I'm fucking fine. Yeah. Then where the criticism's gonna come in, and where I know where I need to grow, is the conversation I'm gonna have behind closed doors with people that are close to me, people that are gonna reach out, and are gonna say, well, were you really right about this? Mm -hmm. Was that the best you could do? Mm -hmm. And that helps, that's helped me a lot define where that line is for me. And I know now internally where I can push to grow and be better. Like you were saying, you gotta find out what's right and what's wrong. Right. And once you get past outside of that box of validation, you know, once it once val validated becomes a burden and you push outside of that and you start growing, yeah. then you start finding that real point of honesty with yourself and you can really grow. And and you know, and this is uh it's art. Mm -hmm. And yeah. art it's very personal. And and the beautiful thing is that you know, once the, the deeper we get or the more honest we are with ourselves, the more it helps us in that self-growth aspect. Mm -hmm. And so we put that out there and then that's how we connect with others. You know, they, they find that, they see that honesty, recognize it um, in themselves and that's how true bonds are formed. Uh, and I think um, once you get that recognition from people, it feels good. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, oh, people like my stuff. Um, so this is what I should keep doing yeah. because these people like it. But you forget that they only like it because it came from that true source yeah. uh, for, of self. Yeah. And so you might not delve back into that well uh, as much as you did in fear of you know, offending or, or yeah. doing something that is uh, uh, unexpected. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that becomes a big problem. So that vulnerability yes. that gave us that true artistic expression that all of a sudden start becoming scared of that again. Yes. And then we have to restart yeah. that process, restart that cycle. Yeah, what, what, what we were saying uh, just last week, once again, was that uh, oftentimes success kills that creative drive. You, you, he's like, you, you, if you win too often, uh, you forget how to lose. Mm. And, and, and you avoid taking risks, and you avoid that vulnerability and putting yourself out there. Yeah. And now, sure, you might have a bunch of fans, um, and people that say yes, 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 but it comes back to why were you doing art? Why are you making art in the first place? And now you are deficient within, uh, you know, within, you know, in your own head. Yeah, that's that's the truth. Um, honesty, being honest with yourself and, and and knowing knowing who you are, that and creativity to me it goes hand in hand. You know, for the reason that even with Anybody that follows my page, I, my page is designed a certain way to even, you can look all the way back and if you pay attention, you'll notice a change over time mm -hmm. from this style of music I used to do to now. You see it when it happened, you know what I'm saying? And that was all because at some point in time, although I was always honest with myself, I became more honest as into how I want to change. And I wasn't afraid to show the world that, you know, they were always expecting a certain me, you know, but there was this new me that was growing, you know, a more positive, a more, you know, just goal-oriented, all this stuff. But I, people wasn't, I don't think they were ready to see that person or to even accept that person. Yeah. So it, it took me a while before I made that whole just like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. And then once I did it, it felt so great, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to put more positivity out there and to just dive into that part of myself, you know, speak about 
what goes on inside and, and make let that reflect in my music and all that. And and I knew that, you know what, maybe everybody's not gonna embrace this just yet, but there are certain people that will and the people that did made it so much more worth it because I was like, you know what, I touched somebody with the realest part of myself. You know what I'm saying? And that just made me realize over time that, you know what, just like you said, some people that like, okay, the success, you lose your creativity because maybe more so you're chasing more success and you're, you're not taking that risk, you know, but the beauty for me when I'm doing it, it's like, I figured out that I'm not trying to gain everybody. You know, I'm trying to gain that person that needed to hear it. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's one person, if that one person can look back at that song and be like, this song helped me out tremendously, or whatever. That's my goal for each topic that I choose to make music about. And it, it feeds me knowing that I kept it real, you know, creative and not just let it go. I wasn't afraid of what they were gonna say or just, no, I'm gonna keep doing it. And it may not be for that million, but those 13 people over there, they're gonna love it. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's, that's food for me. What's interesting, and I, I don't know if it's even interesting anymore. I guess I should just expect it at this point. Uh, but as you talk, uh, is listening to your expression and your explanation of how you've taken your passion for writing music and artistically expressing yourself. You've unified that with a purpose of helping others, of, of making a difference, and you found fulfillment in that process. You know, it's just I mean, step by step. You, know, you found what you're passionate about, you've taken the time to grow, to be honest with yourself, and to learn your pattern of, you know, like you said, you found what's successful, you kept doing it, you kept doing it, you kept doing it, until you had that cognitive dissonance. Uh, Quince, you're talking about the, the metaphor of the lobster, right? You found that place of discomfort, mm -hmm. you had to shed your shell, right. and you had to grow again, right? So you go through the cycle enough times, eventually you, you start realizing that your purpose isn't to satisfy millions, it's not to satisfy the matter right. of the masses, your purpose is to make a significant and real and lasting difference for even one person. Yeah. You know, and that and that changes our, our it changes our understanding of success. It changes the the worthwhileness of being vulnerable and it, it makes the, the effort that goes into a creative process worth it. So unifying your passion, your purpose and finding fulfillment and it's mm -hmm. those those steps that are just so necessary for everybody, you know. And but it's a and it's a constant cycle. The process that's made up of these habits, habits that are made up of smaller processes, right. smaller processes that are made up of steps. And no matter who you are, no matter how you go through it, there's certain things that you have to do if you want to find that level of like deep and true fulfillment. Right. You know, and right. it's just so it's amazing to to hear that. And that shit is inspiring to me. And I just it, and since then, the brand has skyrocketed, you yeah. know what I mean, as yeah. far as the reach now, you know, uh, I'm sure you don't even know a fraction of the people that are now that, that, that you're affecting yeah. once you've settled down into, you know, a better understanding of who you are. And not only that, because people could be as good as they want, you know, you, you, you work hard and you're going to get better. Hard work pays off is something that, you know, they say here at the top team every single day after every session. Um, so that's no secret. But now, what do you do with it? What do you do with this talent it, it, or platform? You know, it almost, once you come full circle, you realize it is a form of responsibility. And you give it back and you put it out in the world because you want to do good with it. You want, to be people, you want people to be better off for it, just like you are better off for it the talent in which you shape and sculpt. And I think that is what uh, will forever connect. And I think that's why people are so quick to to grasp and be open to it and allow themselves to be vulnerable along with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, it, it, it comes back to community. You know, it's starting, it's growing with the individual first. Mm -hmm. And that kind of seeps out to everything around you, everything you end up touching. Of course, and I, I believe that it's a, by us being able to be honest with ourselves and, and, and whatnot and, and, and not be hidden mm -hmm. doing it, 
other people see that because I think I think there's a lot of people that want to be real with themselves or they want the real them to be out there and noticed, you know, and accepted, you know. But so once they see other people do it, then they're like, okay, well, this person did it, then maybe I can try this out. And and I think all of that is a reason why I do it, and I'm so excited to do it because I I know that somebody's gonna take something from it. Right. You know, somebody's gonna in, in a positive way. They're gonna grow, they're gonna do whatever, and that's that's my responsibility that I put on myself is like, if I have something that can benefit somebody else, I'm gonna keep doing it, and I'm gonna love doing it because I know that when I'm gone, when I leave this planet, you know what I'm saying, people are still gonna be affected, and you know, they can either still be affected by going and listening to more of my stuff or whatever, or it may be one person that heard something and they made that a part of their method and they taught it to their kid and then their kid may take it and teach it to theirs and whatever. So it's just, it's, that's the beauty of it for me, man, sure. just keeping it going. And, and I don't know if this takes the conversation and rewind a little bit, but even knowing from where my page grew from and seeing that when I stopped relying on just close friends and family or whatever, you know, when I set my, my product out there in the world, you know, and to see what strangers were, were saying, you know what I'm saying, to see their reaction to the songs, it was, it, it was eye-opening for me. It, it helped me realize more so, it was like, man, I was like, I told a few of them in the beginning because it was shocking. I was like, man, I'm, I'm just surprised that people actually want to hear something that's just not what mainstream is, but it's just more so just real, it's heartfelt or whatever. And I was just surprised that there was that much of an audience for that. And they were just, and they, they didn't owe me anything. This is, I never met these people, never even been in that state. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, that was even more encouraging for me. I was like, I can really do this and yeah. keep, because we, no matter how much, you know, we're all pure at heart and we love what we do, but it feels good to be motivated a little more to know that, you know what, I am making a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that kind of, um, the way I look at it is ultimately to be successful and to find fulfillment, you know, like we're talking about is you have to be self-driven, you have to be self-disciplined. And when you need the motivation, you have to be able to draw from, from inside. Mm -hmm. But what, what happens, and what I've noticed happens with the reliability that I can predict now, right? So it, uh, we talk a lot about synchronicity, and it happens so many times, and eventually you just you know that it's gonna happen. What happens for me is that if I feel like I'm getting frustrated, if I feel like maybe I'm not being creative enough or expressive enough, or I'm not being purposeful enough or intentful enough with my actions, if I feel like I'm slacking, or if I feel like what I'm doing is not making a difference, reliably. Predictably, what happens is when I feel at the my moment of greatest weakness is somebody will reach out. I'll have some kind of interaction that boosts me, that tells me, that lights my path and says this is where you need to be. Mm -hmm. right? Sometimes it's looking back on on previous posts or, or years ago who I used to be or a glimpse of, of myself, you know, where I could see the start of my self growth or. For, for you guys, maybe it's looking back and seeing, like you said, comments on music or just remembering reactions or having an interaction with a, a new fan or a new individual who made a difference for you. Know? Right. When that happens, that reminder and that little flash of motivation or reassurance that, yes, what you're doing matters. Keep sure. doing what you're doing sure. because there's one person out there, and like you said, it doesn't matter if it's only one person. Right. If that one person made, you know, made a difference for them, it's worth it. That's every worth, bit of it. That's that's worth that's it all. Saying, you know, yeah. Yeah. And, you know uh, all of that seems to uh, shed some insight on the fact that, um, surprisingly, some of the people in the highest position or, or they kind of have the greatest power uh, are the most humble. Yeah. You'll find yeah. the yeah. most humble. Yeah. Like you were saying maybe before, years and years ago, when you were rapping, you're like, you know, you're saying, I'm the best this, I'm the best that, I'm the best. But, <laughs> But when it comes down to really being in a position to do what you do because you truly love it and it truly has value to you, um, 
it doesn't matter if anybody follows. Right. It doesn't matter if anybody understands. So even one person to be like, damn, I feel that. Damn, I went through that. Mm -hmm. I get, you know, that's a blessing. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's a blessing. And the more people that affects, because that's out of your control now. Yeah. Right. All you can do is what you can do. So I think that's where that, uh, that, that humility comes into play, because it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. Right, you know? right. And, and, and like you say, having that one person, you know, that's, that's more than enough. You know, it's letting you know that, you know what, I did, I did my part. I did my part. I, one person said, you know what, this was, this, the, what would they normally say, like, uh, I felt that, or it hit home, or it was, yeah. you know what I'm saying, I, just I can relate so much to it, or whatever. That's it for me. Yeah. And that's why I always say, no matter what you do, do your best. If you did your best, walk away from it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's all, you, you gave it your all. If there was one person that was affected by it, guess what? That was your job. You did your job. You know what I'm saying? As long as you can genuinely and be real with yourself and say, hey, I actually did do my best. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With that right there, that, that kind of loops back um, to, to something I jotted down when you were talking earlier uh, about how you said you're um, inwardly competitive and you always want to make sure you, you did your best. You know, um, So every once in a while, and I mean, shit, I said every once in a while, but it probably happens more frequently than we'd like to admit is that we, we put out a product and whatever it is, um, you know, for me, once you know, I'll, I'll coach a class and I'll just feel like I wasn't in the groove. I feel like my students didn't benefit as much as they could have from it. I feel like I was delivering the information poorly, whatever, you know, that myriad things could have, could have gone wrong. Whether, you know, if you put out a track and you feel like maybe it hit as hard as one you did last right. week, right? So that, we can, it's easy to categorize that as failure. Right. Right. But what, obviously we can't say that it's failure. You know, we have right. to know, we have to be able to kind of talk through our, you know, with ourselves and say, is this the best that I could have done in that exact moment? Mm -hmm. And what can I do to prevent it in the future, right? So what, I guess, what your, what is your process like? What has it been like? Or what, it, what are the kind of the steps and the iterations you've gone through to distinguish for yourself between what's failure, what was actually 100% effort, what's a learning experience, or like, did I just fuck up and I, this is right. shit? I, I think for me, even yesterday, I heard this. I heard this one. I, I listen to a lot of battle rap too. You know, what I'm saying that's one of my my pleasures. And um, one of the guys said the reason why a lot of the other battle rappers aren't growing or getting better is because they think they they lose a battle. You know, he said for him, he's never. He said I either win or I learn. Sure. You know, he yeah, said I either yeah, win yeah. or I learn. And and I was like that. That's so dope because even for me. When I make my songs or whatnot, you know, I, I I look at the numbers, you know, I can see the views on, oh, this video is doing this good this fast, or I can see another video, it's like, okay, this one ain't moving as quickly, you know what I'm saying? But I know that when I'm working on them, when I'm putting it together, I'm giving it my all, you know, so what I got for it is what I got for it. And then when I, when I record it and I upload it, I know that that was 100% what I could do, you know, and it's what I wanted to say. The message came across because that's what it was for anyways. It's like, did I say what I wanted to say, how I wanted to say it? Yes, I did, okay, there it is. It's golden, you know, because if it's not there, I'm not gonna release it, you know? So I know I check it with myself. How do I feel about this? And I let the numbers be what they're gonna be because like I said, to me, the numbers aren't failure. It's the people, the checks that I do on it, as I can obviously see, people are still responding. You know, it's different people. The people that responded on this video may not respond on this one, but there's a whole nother group of people that's responding on this video that didn't respond to the other video. So my, my job is done, you know, because once again, I did my best. I know that if it wasn't good to me, I wouldn't even do it. You know what I'm saying? And that's just, that's my process, you know, I'll write, I'll write to a song and I'll keep writing to it and once it feels good, you know, and sometimes you gotta let yourself heat up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. you yeah. may start a verse and, and you know, you're going into it, but by your, 
your 17th bar, you know, your 17th line in a song is where you started heating up. Yep. So a lot of times I'll scratch the first, the whole beginning of it and say, okay, I was, you know, I just turned the stove on right then and yeah. there. But right here is where I started cooking, so this is my start point now. Yep. And I'll build from that. You know, so, I mean, this is integrity as an artist, you yeah. know, with yourself. So just kind of that, that constant willingness to restructure and revamp not just because you wrote something down that's not the, that's not the finality of it you know what I mean? oh, no. being, being willing to to stop and rebuild at whatever point of the process you, you're at always sure. always i mean that goes into even what he said before he said that's time we did shows and not have a verse that day or and then the next show it's not the same verse anymore yeah. because i switched because once again it's always just doing the self-checks which right you know how do i feel about yeah. what i did my product how do i feel about it you know now, have you ever like released released the track, and then gone back later and said, you know what, no, and just re and redone that track you've already released, or one pretty much like once you put it out in final production, that's you've already gone through those iterations enough that you feel. Yeah, I think for me, um, I can't. I don't think I've ever done that. I yeah. mean, as far as a, a released song, sure. you know, that I of my own that I went back and whatever. I normally. I think for me, I'd normally just say, all right, well, if I'm going to try again at something that I've already released, I'm going to try again from scratch, like a whole nother, a whole nother baby. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is going to be a whole nother, different beat, you know, different topic maybe or whatever. But So you know, maybe it's the same idea, same basic content, you're just going to... Oh yeah, because that's the, that's the beauty of it. I mean, everything's, in a sense, everything's been said already. You know what I'm saying? I feel like everything's been said. People have been talking for a long yeah. time. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think so, we say that every week, don't we? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. everything's been said already. Sure. So it's like it's like how can I? How else can I say it? Okay, let me find a, a nicer way to say you know a more skilled way of putting this or whatever. But yeah. if the message is the same, that's all good and well. But the way I said it this time may actually connect to a different person. You know what I'm saying? That's why even in conversation period in anybody's situation I feel like people may not understand you the first five times that you talk to them but maybe on that sixth time you worded it the best way that it could be put into for them and they were like wow I finally get it now you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah. there's ways to say things absolutely, absolutely. you know and I think uh, this is we've had a similar combo combo before because you've got a song uh, called the butcher's dog that is just, you know, shuts the show down every time uh, and it has become a favorite amongst people who have gone to these shows. And, uh, you know, we were talking about it and I'm like, and you're just like, well, you know, I, you love that people like that song, but you're like, essentially, you're not in that same place anymore, so you don't always want to carry it forward with you. Right. And there was a point in time you're like, well, maybe I'll rewrite it, you know, in a certain way that's fits now, but I think ultimately um, some things are better left yeah. as they are and where they are. Because yeah. I think, and I guess I can only speak for myself, but because I don't, I've never been able to do that because I don't have the same inspiration when I go and find that beauty again yeah. whatsoever. And that's, uh, that's everything. That's my whole direction, um, you know, as far as creating something. Uh, so oh, that's harder to do, uh, you know, than you would think. I think it's important to um, like listen to you guys kind of to kind of discuss this and, and the willingness, almost not even willingness, but like desire to kind of leave it as it is. Right. It. I think it's important to remember the person that you used to be. I was actually I was thinking about this a lot as I was uh, as I was driving in this morning. Um, the kind of like the, the the mindset I had was that, you know I hope that the person you are now would kick the person's ass that you used to. Mm. You know, but you know, just kind of pushing for that that self growth and stuff, and that's the, the conversation I was having with myself. But I think you know, we talk about how it's important to let the past be in the past, right, and not not dwell on it. But I think it's equally as important to once in a while go back and understand who I used to be, whether it's looking at a song you wrote or trying to understand the same headspace that you were in and, and where you grew from. Because what happens, I, I translate this now. Uh, as like the white belt mentality for me. Like it's important to remember what it's like to be a white belt because when you explain things to people, that's the mindset you 
explained from. If you talk to somebody who's at that beginning point of their life, if they're at you know, their day one, you know, it's important to remember that that I was there too. Yep. This is what this is what I was doing when I was there. So people aren't like, oh bullshit, this is where you are now, so you were never there. You, you can point back to to tangible physical points in your life and say, right. this is the person I used to be. Sure. This used to be my understanding of life. Yes. And you can explain it to other people, but you can also explain it to yourself. And you can relax on how critically we examine ourselves because we say, okay, yeah, I know I want to be better now, but you've, you've already come this far. You've sure. made all these changes, you've grown, and you can continue to grow mm -hmm. because this is, you know, you've gone from this, sure. you know, horrible point, right? This this place of I need to change who I am to I want to change who I am and I want to grow. Right. You know, so right. while it's important not to dwell, so I guess uh, not be super critical of okay, this I don't like the way this song is now. I don't like the way this uh, expresses who I am. I don't right. like the way this verse is written. You can say, okay, well maybe I don't like that now, but it's where I started and you have right. to respect, you have to honor that, you know. Yeah, indeed. I think for also um as in, it kind of goes back to even Jay-Z put this in a verse when he said something like, he was like, because somebody said, who was it, Dame, or someone said that they, he was like, they feel like they made him or whatever, and he was like, okay, make another home. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if I make something, and even if I thought it was good, but it's not who I am today or whatever, whatever, rather than worrying about, okay, I'm gonna change this around, or this, this, and that, I, I think to myself, I'm like, I'm the one who made it anyways. Right. Yeah. You know, right. I made that, so if I'm the source of it, I can make something else. You yeah. know, I believe in myself enough to know that I can do either the same or better. You know, I'm confident enough to where I don't even have to touch it again. I can make something new. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what he said. I like that. Jay Z's like, yo, you want the old, old, buy the old album. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's. Um, you know, because you have to, I mean, I guess people don't have to, but the, uh, 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 you need room to change. Sure. You know, sure. you need that room to change. Um, as far as the, your creative process yourself, when it comes to writing songs, uh, I know it's unique uh, in itself compared to other people, but my main question is, do you have an idea and concept first, or maybe lines first, or do you, and then find the beat, or do you find the beat or uh, get inspiration from however that resonates with you? I think um, it's, it's a, it depends on, on what exactly I'm doing. Um, I know for, for the fine Fridays that I do, you know, I normally, I got an idea already in my head, like, you know, maybe today I want to talk about discipline. You know what I'm saying? And then I'll go and listen to the, to the beats, you know, I'll listen, I'll go beat searching, and then I see which one feels right. You know, which one feels like I can say what I need to say over it, and it can all mix well. It's not like a fighting, it's not like, oh, well, this beat is saying this, but he's right. saying that. Why, is, why did he use this beat? I always try to match it with that. Right. And then in other times, if I don't even have a concept in my head, I let the music guide me, you know. I'll play a beat and I'll listen to it and say, what is this beat telling me? What does this beat seem like it wants me to say? You know what I'm saying? I just look for that guide in it, you know, like this beat feels emotional, you know, or something like that, and I'll, and I'll tap into that. And then it's, I'll start off my first sentence with however, and then the rest just goes, goes wherever. You know, it's crazy, because I almost kind of think that you know, I'm, I'm all into energies and vibrations and being connected with other people and whatever, whatever. And it's like, I feel like you say something, sometimes, as an artist, when you're writing stuff, sometimes you surprise yourself that you even said something a certain right. way yeah, and that right. you may have tapped into somebody else's <laughs> mind somewhere. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know. So it's just, that's the beauty of looking back at a verse after you read it, you sure. wrote it, and you're like, man, this is sure. crazy. I just had a, an experience. Um, the last verse I wrote uh, a couple of days ago, like I didn't even, I didn't even, I didn't like the verse. When I right when I finished it and went in, just recorded it in my place, and I'm like, ah, I don't know, man, it's not as good as the, the the first verse. But I left it, moved on, and listened to it the next day. I'm like, God, 
Mm. Like that's beyond, like I didn't even understand where I was headed with it. You know what I mean? It's like there's a part of you that knows already or that's connected before your awareness yes. can get there. And you know, it, you know, it left me kind of shook, you know, I was, I was moved. Um, that, that flow state. It's, it, it is. It's just so it's flow state. Yeah. And, and mm -hmm. it, 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 exactly like you said, man, um, sometimes you can't predict it. Sometimes you don't understand until, you know, you, that time, you know, yeah. in between moments. Um, but I want to go back to the creative process because uh, you don't write anything down. Right, no, I, I haven't, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I definitely, I, I haven't written anything down since maybe 2000, I want to say 2010, maybe, you know, and, and, and I, learned, I learned that process from a buddy of mine that, that I knew, and he, he, showed up, we were at the laundromat, and I think he was just at the laundromat too or whatever, and then he started, he was like back in town or whatever, and he started kicking off a bunch of rhymes, you know, because we both rap. And I was like, what are you, like, what, why, how do you have so many raps in your head right now, whatever, he's like, oh, I write them all in my head. And I was like, how, did, how, you, how do you do that? And he was like, it's easy, you just, you just start with the first line and you build on top of it. I was like, I know that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's like, yeah, just do it. And you keep doing it over and over again. And then, and, and I first started it off, I was like, oh, I'm gonna try this out. So I started it and what I used to have to do was I would get maybe, uh, maybe a third through the verse, maybe halfway through the verse or whatever. And I'd have to run to a sheet of paper and write down everything that I thought about before I lost it. And that was my process at first. Do it in my head, run to paper, write it down. Then that became, at some point in time, I didn't even need the paper no more. And then I was like, okay, I'm good. And I haven't went back to paper since because it feels so much more natural when it's still in here because you can still edit it, you know. And 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 I focus. I don't know. It just it just feels better than paper. Even when I used to write rhymes on paper. I wouldn't feel comfortable going in a booth until I memorized it. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, I definitely understand that, and that's still that's uh, that doesn't come easy. That doesn't come easy at all. Uh, I, I think it was Michael Jackson did something or had a similar process. You know, he'd, he'd write it, of course, but he'd use Sundays. He'd fast and he dance and he get all this down to memory because he's like, I don't want to report it until it is me, until mm. it has become me. Um, and he's like that. That way, you get the most emotion out of it. Yeah. You know, instead of just reading it, you know, exactly. verbatim right off the paper, because it might change here and there. Mm -hmm. You know, but you're gonna get that broadness from it. Um, and I think people feel that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that um, the more real it feels to me, the more real it's gonna feel to everybody else. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's why I do it the way I do it, and, and I I make sure that. It, I, that used to be a thing of mine back then. I never liked the way, even when I said I wouldn't go into the booth until I memorized it anyways, because I didn't like the way certain other artists sound. I was like, I can tell he's reading that. Yeah. It was there was no passion behind that, or that, you know. And so that's that's why I do it the way that I do it because right. it needs to feel real. You know what I'm saying? And it just so happens that not writing down anything at all feels the realest. You know what I'm saying? Sure. sure. So that's goddamn impressive. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's an amazing skill for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. You know, but I was always just curious if it was out of, uh, uh, like if you needed it out of necessity or if it was exactly like you said, you just thought it added more to it. Right, I mean, once I, once I heard about it, I mean, because when I, when I think of something that's your, if something's your crap or something that you're gifted doing in life naturally or whatever, I think that you should always want to get better at it. And when I, I'm talking to somebody that I know that's doing the same, wearing the same thing, mm -hmm. and he's telling me of some leveled up version of it, yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. I need that. Yeah, yeah, I need yeah. that in my life too, you know what I'm saying? So I started, I had to learn it. I was like, there's no way that I'm gonna know it exists, and I'm not gonna see if I can do it. I was like, this is it's part of the same thing that I'm doing right now, it's just another level, and I had to, I had to reach it. And then over time, I started learning, of course, the benefits of it, and and no limitations. You know, you know how many raps I've written at work. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm working on albums while I'm 
building things or in any other job I had, putting away freight or whatever, I, just, I got an instrumental plan in my ears and I'm writing a rap while I'm doing my job, right. you know what I'm saying? Because I don't need to stop and do this. So it just became, it's, it's more of a part of life, everyday life. Absolutely, and, wow. and now not only do you, do you, can you make the song in one day, but tomorrow you can go perform. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's already down the memory. Exactly. I, you know, but I was curious if it was a necessity because I had trained myself to write in my head while I run, right? Because I had a couple jobs going to school and I didn't have any other time to do it other than this point in time. But I would still run back and then, you know, have to write the whole verse down. Right. You know, but that whole process helped me to become, uh, like I said, better prepared for the show. And also I was like, well, for the lungs while I'm running, it's going to help my performance. Yeah. So for me, it was all out of necessity and I didn't... I certainly don't think I would have taken that route had I not had to. But right. you you were just inspired to. Right. Yeah, yeah, kind indeed. Of level it up. Yeah. Indeed. I mean that's just I don't know. I, I love I love creativity and I love all things about it and just knowing that there's other levels like I'm not gonna I'm probably not gonna learn how to do some tricks or level up ice skating because I don't ice skate at all. It's, sure, that's not right, a part sure, of who sure, I am, sure, sure. you know, but once it's, if it has something to do with me, I think in anything that I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm good at, it's my, I'm gifted at, I try to do it, I try to learn as much as I can about it and, sure. and, and, and study it in a sense, you know, I'm, I'm the same way with video games, you know what I'm saying? I, I play, I play games, fighting games and it's a whole science behind it. I mean, I'm into that type of stuff. The frame data behind it, I'm yeah. learning. I'm like, this is already something I enjoy. How can I be my best at it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so that um, uh, that philosopher I'm reading, uh, William James, um, the last, uh, last chapter I just read, uh, a point that he made in there essentially was in our preferred area of study, uh, our passion area of study, right, we're more inclined to see failure in that or see frustration in that or hold ourselves to a higher standard. And, you know, essentially, like you just said, if you're, if you're a rapper, if you're a writer, you're going to want to excel at that. And if you stumble a little bit in that, you're going to take that critically. Like you said, if you don't ice skate, what the hell do you care if you get on ice skates one day and you fall down 10 times, you're not going to give a shit because right. that's not your focus. Right. That's just like some other stuff you're adding to your life. Mm -hmm. um, and like you said, man, they, they, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing new. There's different, different ways to package it, you know? And so it's just, it's crazy that as slowly as I'm picking through that book that you would bring, you would speak to almost exactly what I, what I just read in there. But uh, it's, as like kind of examining my, my own life, my own areas of study, like I'm going to be much more upset with myself if I can't perform a technique correctly on the mats than I am going to be if I like come out and hang out with you guys and I try to freestyle or something right. and make myself look like I'm an asshole. I'm not going to care. You right. know what I mean? Sure. So exactly. I, don't, I don't know anything for you know for rap. You know, so yeah, that's uh, that's probably one of the most universal universal things. You know, is that we tend to hold ourselves to a very rigid standard in our area of self-deep expertise or whatever we want to sell and you know. Yeah, yeah, and I, even even adding on to that, I think that just like for me, it's, it's the same as I look for things to help me level up, I also look for things that could be holding me back. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? Because like even with me, when I stopped smoking, you know what I'm saying, I used to smoke cigarettes all the time chain smoke even even during my creative process i would smoke i would smoke well more when i was creating a song than i ever would throughout the day regularly because i was all my mind was just going and i just felt it was it's just it was part of my movements with my hands and everything and so i but after doing shows i remember we were doing it was a brew york i think it was and who wasn't here Ill Theory wasn't here. Yeah, and we were on stage doing high powered, I believe. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it was the elevation of the stage, and we were outside or whatever. But at some point in time, I was like, I can't breathe. <laughs> I, like I could not breathe. And then I was, yeah. and I did. I started. We started doing other shows, and I started noticing some more. I was like, I can't say all of this that I need to say 
with the right amount of wind or whatever, and I, was, and I started thinking, okay, what is the, what is what is holding me back? And of course, it's like, well, I'm smoking all these cigarettes and whatever. And I was like, and so mine was more so. It wasn't because hey, cigarettes are killing me. I'm gonna stop. I'll, it would be great in a perfect world. That's how my mind was thinking. <laughs> but I was more so thinking, this is stopping me from being able to deliver my talent as good as I can. Yeah. So I have to make a choice, and yeah. and I made that decision. You know, of course. So within that same week was the same time that I quit drinking and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So rough, rough week. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I, I let it. It was just this whole shift that happened. I was like, okay, I'm. Because, you know, and I did one, one you know, I, I'm not smoking, but if you're drinking, a lot of people that drink, they yeah. also know that they go hand in hand. You know, sure, you, sure. you're drinking, I'm normally stepping out to have a cigarette too. And so I knew that I had to let both of them go, yeah. you know, just yeah. and, and to make better decisions for myself and all that extra stuff too. Yeah. And that's why we're in March is going to be two years for me. That's you know awesome. what I'm saying? And, and the fact that my music, to see that my music and my state have always it stayed going this way ever since I let you know both of those things go that were holding me back. That's more of a reason for me to say I, I made the right choice. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and you know, and that just speaks on the importance of purpose or the importance of passion because those are the things uh, when that is our drive uh, that really speak to us. Because someone could be like, you know, smoking cigarettes will kill you, and you'd be like, well, you know. Driving a car killed yeah, you. know, you're gonna die anyway. Yeah, you're yeah. eventually gonna <laughs> die, but that resonates differently. You're like, mm -hmm. oh, this is affecting my passion and how I could be better at right. that. Right. You know, I, I used to, you know, I would smoke uh, a, a lot of weed at the time. That was part of my writing process. Mm -hmm. And just like, uh, and sometimes perform, I would have a few drinks. And these were two separate things where I had to be like, well, eventually, I'm not gonna be able to get out of that habit. If I see longevity in this, do I have to use that crutch? Do I have to smoke to be able to get in that creative space? Or do I have to drink to be able to get on stage and be vulnerable? Mm -hmm. And uh, because in 10 years, it might not look pretty. Right. And in 10 years, I might not be uh, my best self if that's the path that goes. So I had to like stop and change my thinking and change, you know? And that's not easy at first. No. It's not easy at first. No. But as far as longevity goes, is beneficial in multiple ways. Mm. Worth multiple it. Multiple ways. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. worth it. I think that's a, a big deal right there. It's, just, it's like, how do, I don't really care how other people see me, but I care how I see myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? And if I can look at myself in the mirror and I'm disappointed in myself, or if I just, if I'm letting myself down, you know what I'm right. saying? Like that's, more than enough for me to say, you know what, I can do better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what pushed me in a lot of ways is just like to make a lot of changes is just because I didn't like who I was. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like this is, I was like I can do way better than what I'm doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's like I'm capable. And that that was my driving force. You know? But I think that's huge right there is is what you just ended with was I'm capable. I think a lot of people sell themselves short of what they're actually capable of if they really want it. If they tell themselves, I can do better, I expect myself to, to do better, and I'm gonna hold myself to that standard. Mm. Once you make that decision, and you have that conversation, that honest, truthful conversation with yourself, you realize that, that you're exactly as capable as you need to be to make yourself better. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's huge. Absolutely. That's awesome. And honestly, I think that's a great note to end on. Yeah, for real, yeah, exactly. that, that was solid um, all the way around. Uh, you know, I think even from the start of uh, doing the cage side combos and us knowing that uh, we wanted to bring in guests that we yeah. thought could relate properly. I mean, you sat right at the top of the list. Absolutely. Uh, and so we've been waiting for quite some time to be able to get you in here and right. be able to share this. Yeah. Uh, you know, with everybody that tunes in all the time. Uh, and like I said, we're going to go ahead and uh, put all the links underneath the comments. So, of course, they're not there yet, but make sure you guys that are watching now, you know, stop back a little bit later on and really check out, you know, um, uh, every, not only everything we've been talking about today, but more. And, and years of uh, effort and, 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 and passion and adaptation and evolution. 
Yeah, yeah. This is a dope, dope experience for me, man. I, I, I already I tell you, I probably even told you before, like I love this whole thing that y'all are doing. And, and, and it's actually fun. I would recommend that people come and do this with y'all. Cause I mean, I can sit there and talk all day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> about, what you love. Uh, yeah. about what you love, what you love, passionate about, and self-growth. I mean, with like-minded individuals. Yeah. I mean, this is this is yeah. dope. So I'm glad that you guys, you know, welcomed me in. To, Absolutely. To do I'm I'm super pumped. I've been kind of holding, reining it in all con all conversation, but I'm incredibly excited that uh, that we were able to make it work out. Uh, that you popped in and joined us, man. I've always, ever since the first time we met, I think one of the, the first times we had a real conversation is, is all of us were up, upstairs at Maggie's, Maggie's on the river, yep. yeah. And uh, just sat there for hours and hours eating food and hanging out and talking, man. And it was, yeah. it was, it was just like this. Yeah, it wasn't it was, quite it was. that high-powered experience, but right. it was a really awesome experience sure. for me too. You know? So awesome, man. Yeah, Brent, thank you so much for joining us. You thank know, you guys for having me. Bob yeah. Prince Williams. Yep, check them out, guys. Thank you for joining us, and we'll uh, see you again next week. Peace. All right.